This upcoming podcast is rated M for mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, the left-leaning politics and atheist podcast that will, uh, you know, entertain you guys. I don't have anything funny to say at the intro here. How are y'all doing out there in the great big wide world? This is episode number 249, and I'm so glad to have you all along for the ride. If you're wondering who this sultry voice is, this is X, and I will be your guide this episode. Joining me on this episode, we have Kyle Steenblake and our special guest patron, EJ Allen, who decided to join us for the show. You'll have to forgive him. It's his first time up at bat, and so he might have been a little bit um, apprehensive about throwing in comments here and there. But he he found his stride, and he was a great co-host, and it was great having him on. And you two can get this possibility, too, if you become a patron. So just let us know. Go to patreon.com slash Outcast, and I have to sell it that way. Anyway, we've got a great show lined up for you. Sorry, I don't have much more to talk about before I go ahead and get started because I just barely finished watching episode five of season eight of Game of Thrones. And I'm talking back and forth with a lot of people because apparently a lot of folks are very pissed off about how this is going. And it for me, it's uh, Last Jedi all over again, which I actually enjoyed Last Jedi. Fuck everybody else that says otherwise. I mean, you can have your opinion. It, it's okay to have a wrong opinion, too. But anyway, this uh, season of uh, Game of Thrones, there's a lot of people. <laughs> so mad. So very salty. And I just have to remind everyone, it's just a show. You really should just relax. And on top of that, you don't own the characters. You don't get to say how the ending goes. If it doesn't play out to your head cannon, that's on you, buddy. Anyway, we've got a great show lined up for you. We're going to go ahead and get started. But like we always do, I'm going to pass you guys off to that first commercial little break. And uh, for patrons out there, you just get the uh, the funny little clip that you're going to hear. Anyway, this is Utah Outcast, and we will be right back. Hey, y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So, y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Oh, where were we? Look, I don't think it ought to be blasphemy. Just saying Jehovah. (laughs) (laughs) Making it worse for yourself? Making it worse? How could it be worse? Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. I'm warning you, if you say Jehovah once more, right, who's who's that? So you might recall last week we were talking about Ken Ham and uh, Pat Robertson going at each other. Pat Robertson, apparently it's it's common knowledge that Pat Robertson has been a. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pat Robertson. He's an old um, earth creationist. Not. Yeah, yeah. Go back to uh, go back to that episode. um, And if you missed it, like and subscribe. (laughs) You should. (laughs) So. I found out that Ken Ham actually had a, a a couple of tweets that he sent directly to 700 Club and Pat Robertson and CBN News and all this stuff. 
Unfortunately, God, knock it off, Ken. You look thirsty. Yeah, especially because one of these was sent at 526 in the morning. Holy shit, Ken. <laughs> okay, so I'm blocked from Ken Ham. He blocked me on, on Twitter, <laughs> which I take that as a fucking sign of pride. I, I love the fact that Ken Ham knows who I am or knows <laughs> knows who we are. Let's put it that way. Knows mm-hmm. who I am on Twitter, and I'm the one that runs the Twitter there. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this guy. I don't need to hear this from him or whatever teenager <laughs> he has running that account. So cool. Whatever. Unpaid teenage volunteer. Yeah. Uh, I read a report about this mega church where all the people that work there on the weekends are all unpaid volunteers. So all of the tithing money goes directly into the fucking church. And it's like. Sounds right. Cool. That's fucked up. Um, yeah. Anyway, Ken Ham on May 5th was uh, tweeting. To Pat Robertson, uh, and he was mad about the whole fact. He said, uh, Pat Robertson at 700 Club continues to be in the news for mocking those who take God at his word in Genesis. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. God literally wrote Genesis. All right. Cool. Uh, we're going with that route, are we? Uh, <laughs> he takes pride that Regent University has a course to, quote, Counter young earth teaching, unquote. I didn't realize they had something like that. That's actually pretty fucking funny that there's that much infighting in the Christian church. So, I mean, it shouldn't really be surprising. So he says that um, I'm extending a personal invitation to Pat Robertson on Twitter uh, to visit <laughs> the Ark. And it says at Ark Encounter and Creation mm-hmm. Museum at Creation Museum because he's really good at self-promotion. And I will personally tour him through ampersand, give him the access to the, our PhD scientists for any questions that he has. You don't really have PhDs. I mean, I mean he you does? might have, you might, I mean, you might have, you have people who, who kind of work there who have PhDs, but not in those fields. Georgia Purdom has a PhD in biology. But she constantly talks about how creation really is a thing. I don't understand how, because she's one of those people that's like, well, DNA is information and God put that information and that's how we get life and all that stuff. And Okay, so she's a bad biologist. She's a bad biologist. And you also have the, there was a guy. Biology is also a very broad topic, too. So. Oh, God, I got I was on. uh, She's probably she probably she probably knows next to nothing about genetics. I was on uh, Nokasuchi's uh, channel the other night, the Raging Atheist. I was just hanging out, just listening to these people talking about stuff. And I got sucked into a fucking chat on there because somebody was like, you know, I studied biology and I I don't see there's any proof there of there being evolution is like and everybody just stopped dead their tracks like like record scratching noise like, wait, (laughs) you studied biology, but you don't see how evolution is a thing. Like, I think you're full of shit. And the guy was one of those kind of Christians where he wouldn't ever Mm -hmm. admit his ignorance on something. Yeah. And so he's talking about, well, yeah, because you have apes that have like 48 chromosomes, but you have humans that have 46. And everybody just started screaming at him in the chat, like four or five of us. That's because the fucking chromosomes fused. And (laughs) people started picking up on it. It's like, it was really funny because they're like, I was like, how do you know that those chromosomes fused? I don't know, because where they're supposed to be centromeres, they're fucking telomeres instead. Because, well, you can <laughs> you can fucking see it. And people started... Have you ever fucking looked at a chromosome? People started going into that, and it was really funny that that happened, but it's just... 
back to Georgia Purdom. If you are a scientist yeah. that's in biology and you try to say that evolution isn't happening, fuck you. Seriously. <laughs> and they also have a uh, astrobiologist, not astrobiologist, uh, what the fuck, astronomer, and he's like uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson levels of stuff where, uh, I mean, as I wouldn't even say as smart as, but like the same job title, essentially, uh, except for the museum thing, because I don't think you can count Creation Museum. No, no, actual it museum. Uh, he's got a PhD as well. I can't remember. It was Jason something. I can't remember what his last name is, but he's an um, astronomy guy. And he talks about okay. young Earth kind of stuff. And it's like, you can literally see like billions of years of light in the past. Right, right. I mean, really, all that really goes to show is that uh, uh, cognitive dissonance it's a motherfucker. is really <laughs> just, because you have, yeah, just because you have an education doesn't, doesn't make you immune to that. Hey, it's like all those people that I know that have PhDs, but they're really fucking stupid. It, it, yeah. it is common people i'm sure i'm sure some of you folks out there have run into this as well where your doctor is an idiot <laughs> he knows how to do one thing really well but then everything else yeah. he's really stupid at yeah fucking ben carson oh jesus yeah great at brain, brain surgery yeah. except for the leaving the sponge in somebody but, but that happens in a lot of doctors, well, yeah but um that, that does that does happen <laughs> um but yeah no and so he says, um, any questions that the PhDs can give him? Uh, I challenge the 700 Club to bring their cameras and record the conversation, even broadcast it live. Thirsty as fuck Ken Ham here. And he, he, he goes on. He goes on. Bill, he goes on. Bill Nye okay. took me up on such an offer and was willing to go through the arc and allow me an opportunity to talk with him for the two hours during that time. And a lot of us had serious problems with Bill Nye talking with Ken Ham at this time because you're giving him credibility. Sure, yeah. You, a preeminent audience, he doesn't need. science educator, is allowing a Christian to use your name and notoriety to say, oh, mm-hmm. look how bad these people are picking on right. us Christians, you know? Oh, they think right. they have all the answers, but they don't have the answers to this, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, and that's what he's kind of doing here. He's trying to get Pat to fame him into another level of fame. So, uh, so Pat Robertson at CBN News, you've made many comments mocking our position on God's word in Genesis. How about facing us at AIG at AIG? Answers in Genesis there. So that's that's the last tweet that he made about that one. And surprisingly, I, I would think he would get more of a. I think he would get ratioed, but. He never got ratioed on Twitter because Christian Twitter is a bunch of fucking people that hit the heart button a lot and they don't do anything else. So cool. 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 Just- cool. 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 Yeah. Uh, I sorry, but I don't think Pat's going to read that. Well, I don't think Pat knows. I don't know that Pat is even technically still alive. But- I think he's just a, like an animatronic puppet or something. I, I personally think they do like the, uh, the whole Bucky Barnes thing, and they put him in the deep freeze and break him out. <laughs> they put, he goes into it. He goes into the cryo sleep every after every show. And every time he comes out, you have to read words out of an old notebook to get him reanimated again. Klaatu, Brata, Brata, Nexu, Nexu. Oh, it's definitely an N word. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think somebody posted on that video is like the only reason that. Uh, 
<laughs> only reason he believes in the old earth is because he was there <laughs> i like how the puzzle and a thunderstorm guys and this is their joke not mine so don't sue me on this one is that he's the only person to have earlobes on the top of his ears as well <laughs> oh man he's and we've called him the flesh-colored yoda for a long time so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah want to get in touch with the outcasts it's easy we're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Oh, nobody's father who art nowhere. I know you can't hear me. Completely ignore this prayer. Nothing art thou, and nothing will thou ever be. Jesus was just a man. A 20-year-old man, 21-year-old man, so you know at least he's drinking age here, by the name of Zachary Burdick. Burdick. Sorry. Make sure I get the pronunciation right there. Has Mm -hmm. pleaded guilty to, and as Hemet Meta puts it here, Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's, read this it's one. Gotta, it's okay. got to be bad if, uh-huh. if him is editorializing oh, yeah, right here. Uh, it's bad. He's pleaded guilty to masturbating in and desecrating a baptismal pool inside of a church. Look, man. It's not funny. I, this is not funny. I understand. Nope, it's not funny. <laughs> I understand the desire to tug it in the hotel <laughs> hot, hot tub. I understand that. It's not cool. <laughs> not cool. Do it in your shorts or something. This but. is not funny. This is not <laughs> totally not funny. As we continue to no. fucking crack up the entire time. <laughs> this is not what they mean when they say "come to Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> oh, like holy crap! So <sighs> the story. Back to this little story yeah. here. It says um, the incident took place on a. Tuesday morning in October at the Catholic Spirit of Life Church in Mandan, North Dakota. Well, I mean, that mm-hmm. explains it right there. There's not enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do in North Dakota? I was say, there's not enough places really? to fucking tug it in public there. So you go to you go to the church and you tug it into the, the baptismal pool there. Cool. All right. Got it. Um, an employee saw Burdick take his clothes off and jump into the bas- baptismal fountain near the entrance. Then he dipped his rear end. Into the holy water fountain. <laughs> it's just, it's just, just, I just imagine him just splashing his ass into the water up and down, making that choppy water noise where it's just smacking the water. <laughs> Before splashing around and walking down the aisle while still masturbating. I just, that's not cool. Okay, you're. Before I read the next part of this line here, realize you're probably thinking, yeah, this is an empty church and there's just an employee seeing him do this. No, no. This was all the while 75 people were currently attending mass. (laughs) Fucking bravo, Zach. (laughs) I I, I I get performance anxiety for the smallest things. So he said he was 21, <laughs> so he definitely got into the communion lines. <laughs> there was, I mean, it, it, I, I'm sure, I'm sure there was some kind of substance involved. <laughs> Jesus, um, 
there 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 are definitely things there's a lot going on here <laughs> let's just leave it at that but really i mean have you ever seen the 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 actual catholic crucified jesus yeah that's that just that's about enough say, to make anybody I was thirsty say, you know with, with that with that hanging right there <laughs> i'm sorry it's for some people that don't know if if you've never seen crucified catholic jesus you're talking about a guy that had some like obviously spent a lot of time at the gym and cared about what he ate you know mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's fucking cut man it's not even and i'm not talking about the spear into the fucking chest that he had i'm talking about cut as in like had muscles and everything we're talking muscles it really <laughs> it really looks it really looks like all he all he really had to do was flex <laughs> and he could have just and broke the, out and the, the crucifix would just shatter well and it doesn't also help that they have the uh the loincloth on him suggestively draped oh yeah <laughs> i'm sorry that's that is the porn jesus oh, i'm sorry you guys thought we were going to hell yeah we kind of knew that already <laughs> so yeah we knew that i'm sorry but yeah in, in almost every ca- in almost every catholic church yeah <laughs> you have got a big porn jesus right up there up front so Okay, some guy got a little over enthusiastic. Yeah. It, it's this is not a this is not this is not a theater where you you know. Okay, so Burdick did <laughs> say that he was under the influence of the of of meth, in addition to, okay. to smoking hashish. Probably, yeah, probably like MDMA in there or something okay, too. So the employee of the church at the time said, "I asked Zachary about masturbating and told him he cannot do that in front of others." like watch me bitch <laughs> no and actually that's kind of what he replied he said zach says that he said especially in church <laughs> and next <laughs> next next i asked zachary if he was masturbating to get sexual gratification and zachary said yes that he was trying to bust a nut <laughs> so according to the smoking gun Burdick pleaded guilty this last <coughs> thursday to misdemeanor or disorderly conduct and indecent exposure charges uh, he was originally charged with felony indecent exposure, and for that count was reduced to uh, reduced as part of a plea deal. A district court judge has not sent a sentencing date for him, according to the online case docket. The estimated cost to clean and sanitize the baptismal fountain is five hundred dollars. <laughs> However, the memory will last a lifetime. <laughs> the memory will last forever. <laughs> oh, I love him when he writes like oh. that. <laughs> it's just, that's just somebody. And if you imagine if it cost $500 every time you did that it well i mean it would it would add up admittedly but... i'm i'm a couple of like i'm at least 10 episodes behind on south park but i finally caught the one where they where butters makes friends with priest maxi and in the latest season and they think everybody's going to church only to rip on the catholic church and butters makes friends with the priest and everybody keeps making jokes about the fact that he's hanging out with the priest all the time and so it makes its way up to the the archdiocese, and they send a cleanup crew with a cardinal that looks exactly like Bill Donahue from the Catholic League, <laughs> where, <laughs> where their job is to be a cleanup uh-huh. crew to clean up all of the cum left behind on priests on boys, and they <laughs> it's like they have these Roomba type of things that they shove into the kids' face and then their butts, and it's just it's fucking hilarious. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I can imagine this would piss off some Christians. And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, I remember a lady on the radio talking about how I'm so offended by South Park. I'm like, come on, lady. You haven't been watching it long enough if you're offended by it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh no. Oh. Didn't they make the uh the leader of the Catholic Church the giant queen spider at one time? <laughs> mm, probably. I mean they made him into something. I I I don't I don't remember. But yeah, it was just, it was funny it's to me. It's been on for a long time. They've done a lot of things. I don't remember everything they've done. That I can just say that obviously it costs a lot more than five hundred dollars to come clean the priest rectory. I'm just saying, you know. There's a, I'm pretty sure they've got somebody on call. There's a reason they call it a rectory. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> and if you want more of that, like and subscribe. <laughs> we do this shit every week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> Offending since 2015. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I want to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. Well, it's official, folks. If you need a church to donate to, we have the best one for you to donate because uh, mm -hmm. you it is it is right offable on your taxes and it I is, guarantee yes. you that there's seven tenants are a lot more fucking uh, worthwhile than the mm -hmm. 10 commandments that the Christian church has. <laughs> so the satanic temple, yay. Somebody that I am actually a card carrying member of Kyle was actually interviewed in a local paper about yeah. being a Satanist here in Utah. Mm -hmm. And we, yep. we talk about it a bit, but it's not like it's a all consuming portion of who we are. No, it's but just a it's thing. a deeply yeah. held religious belief. Wink. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> it's one of those. Huh? Yeah, my personal beliefs line up with the personal beliefs and the tenets of this organization. Uh, okay. How about that? There we go. I like the fact that they troll the shit out of Christians. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys get uh religious exemptions and stuff. Hey, we get that too. Hey, how about that? So. <laughs> So this comes to us from the, I believe this came from the uh, Infernal, uh, for Infernal Use Only uh, blog on Pathios.com, where he says, all right, settle down, class. Please hold all your questions to the end. An official statement from the Satanic Temple is forthcoming, but Lucian Greaves has informed me that I get to spill the beans here. And this is something that came out a little while back. He says, uh, the Satanic Temple is now a tax-exempt church, and I remember watching a Christian channel talking about well, this is just evil. It's the worst thing that could possibly happen ever. They're uh huh. They're loud. Have they ever read the Bible? No, right. <laughs> uh, and Lucian Lucian Greaves said this uh, in light of theocratic assaults upon the separation of church and state and the legislative effort to establish a codified place of privilege for one religious viewpoint. Mm -hmm. We feel that accepting religious tax exemption rather than renouncing in protest can help us better assert our claims to equal access and exemption while laying re laying to rest any suspicion that we don't meet the qualifications of a true religious organization. Satanism is here to stay. So, And I know a lot of people that are yes. probably members of the Church of Satan, filthy splitters. No, I'm just kidding. We're, we're <laughs> cool with you guys. <laughs> we don't have any beef. I, I know TST and... Um, uh, <laughs> The Ed, the Satanic uh, the Church of Satan COS has has inviting and shit going on. We're not those people. So, no, no, we're not. Okay, so here's the deal. This is a move that the Satanic Temple's co-founder Lucian Greaves had been floating for quite a while now. Back in May of 2017, 
Uh, after Trump signed his religious liberty executive order, Greaves discussed how TST would be reevaluating its position on tax exemption in mm-hmm. the TST mailing list that both Kyle and I got there. It says, yep. uh, a byproduct of this turn of events, of course, is that the satanic temple must reevaluate its prior principled refusal to accept religious tax exemption. This position now confers a total advantage of none. <laughs> While our theocratic counterparts trample all over the Constitution, and all it previously yep. stood for. It appears that now is a time which a more principled stand is to meet our opponent on equal footing so as to balance as best we can what has been a frighteningly asymmetrical battle. Mm-hmm. So while we continue to pay church uh, pay taxes as members of the Satanic Temple, Christians get away with it scot-free and under the sum of millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. As the religious are increasingly gaining ground as a privileged class, we must ensure that this privilege is available to all. And that superstition doesn't gain exclusive rights over non-theistic religions or belief. With the religio-political landscape suddenly so grotesquely deformed from what we previously recognized, it seems reasonable that non-believers should adjust their language accordingly and insist that atheistic and non and, and secular nonprofits advancing a distinct religious opinion and or opinion upon religion are themselves rightful beneficiaries of religious tax exemption as well. So that was about two years ago. And uh, Greaves has also signaled this move last July when the still Republican controlled house passed legislation to prevent the IRS from revoking tax exempt status from churches as part of an IRS funding bill. Yep. So there's no reason for them not to go for it. And especially the fact that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's even better for me now because any donation that I had given them in the past was just something I just gave willingly without even any kind mm-hmm. of repercussion. Now yeah. I get to take it off on my taxes. I get to yep. and I get the same thing afforded to me that my religious family members get on the other side of the town here where they donate their 10 percent of their money to their tithing to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And they get that as a mm-hmm. tax write off. I now get to do the same. I'm not going to give 10%. Fuck you. I don't care who you are <laughs> that I can write off as religious, you know, payments. So mm-hmm. hooray. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's fair. And it's a really, you know, it's, it's awesome timing. It really is really freaking awesome timing for, for the satanic temple. Yeah. Especially with uh, the movie that came out and especially with the movie, which is a fantastic movie, which I'm sure they probably showed it somewhere in Salt Lake, like at the Broadway, but, any of the big theaters around here? Nope. <laughs> no, no, it's and it's uh, uh god, I think it's I think it's playing I think they they opened it at the Broadway. Uh so it might be playing there, but it's doing For people that are wondering that It premiered it premiered at, it premiered at Sundance. The film is called Hail Satan. And it's uh the Broadway for us here in in Utah is one of those liberal movie theaters where they show all the art house movies and stuff and Yeah. Yeah, it's the kind of place where you could have seen um, uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel for at least a couple of weeks before they took it off of rotation mm-hmm. there. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's I mean, it's it's a it's a great theater. It but is. yeah, it's uh, I I suspect I suspect this one's going to wind up on streaming services fairly soon within the next few months. And um, we, we talked about this a little bit like uh, Daytrick Von Doom. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people that we chat with quite a bit on on yeah. uh, Facebook quite often. It's funny like uh we also have um Shalice Blythe who was one of the, who was mm-hmm. the Utah chapter founder. Yeah, it was fun to see her pop up in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's all these people like, "Hey, I've had a beer with that person. That's fucking cool, you know." Yeah. 
it's one of those things where we're like always orbiting around the folks that make it into these big things, but we're never <laughs> the person ourselves. Except for the fact that I actually was featured in a movie that uh, was about indie gamer de- indie game developers. About it was just a short little cut where it just showed me talking about um, uh, Jonathan Blow is an opinionated asshole. That's just my my claim to fame is I got appeared in a small indie movie one time. <laughs> anyway, back onto this fucking thing. Right. Um, it's cool to see people that we know making the making the big time, especially when they're being shown in featured movies. Especially the fact that we're like, yeah. Cool. They're the ones that are out there and pushing for this every day. Kyle and I are just kind of the agnostic. (laughs) And I hate to throw you in. I don't mean to lump you in with me on that. I'm like, I'm very forthright and I'll talk about it with people whenever they ask that kind of thing. But at the same time, I'm not the person pushing for like the after school Satan thing. I'm not the one running the programs. And right. But I mean, I mean, uh, the after school Satan was a good. It's a good program. It, It really is. I like their gray faction stuff that they got going. If people, if you, if yeah. you haven't looked into what the satanic temple is doing and you're, you're you should, you're more wigged out by the fact that they use the word Satan in there. You're like, why are atheists using Satan? Because it makes the Christians really upset. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, like when churches handed out Bibles in Florida, TST asked to hand out their coloring books and the school stopped letting churches hand out Bibles. Uh, Christians dominate the bully pulpit of invocations at government meetings. TST asks to be afforded the same privilege, seeks legal action when they are denied, or compels local governments to change their laws, and they usually get their way. Uh, When theocratic legislators put Christian lawn ornaments on their state capitals, TST asks to have their monuments like the Baphomet and Snaketivity placed right next to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, A brief but well-documented history of the TST, and it says here, see Hail Satan in theaters. (laughs) Yeah is one of finding spaces where theocrats have carved out exemptions for church state separation for their churches. And then Mm -hmm. TST asserts the right to be treated as an equal religion with equal protections. And sometimes that motivates lawmakers to rethink that strategy. But other times they've simply accepted that TST is entitled to be treated just like every other church. So, uh, it says here, there's a subheading about many atheists been refused to take Satanism seriously. Yeah. Go see, the, go check it out in the description for this video that I'm putting out there and like, like, and subscribe and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. but there's a lot to this whole article. It's a really long one. Um, and it says here, I thought church, I thought Satanists believe churches should pay taxes. And it says here, well, for, so, for a long time, that was the prevailing ideology of most Satanists because it has been the church of Satan's position for so long. Their assertion that a sort of lead by example kind of narrative, which asserts that you believe churches should be taxed, then it would be hypocritical to take advantage of that privilege. Unfortunately, the whole story isn't nearly that clear cut. In his history mm-hmm. of the Church of Satan, Michael Aquino, who we talked about on that one uh, patron show we did where they were the it was he was the guy that was the uh, the Temple of Set founder, I think is what I'm talking about. there. Yeah. Uh, was originally fun- founded as a nonprofit organization, and by his account, COS failed to qualify for a federal tax exempt status. So that's the sour grapes which made them go, "Well, we pay our taxes," you know, that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. So here's the here's the thing about it. About it, um, I don't think churches should pay taxes. No, oh, that's interesting. No, they don't because if you pay ta- if if you if they were to pay taxes that would afford them the more rights and access to 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 government but i mean they're kind of already there though that's the thing <laughs> they're kind of already there that's the right that's the that's the problem 
So the problem the problem is they are they are tax they are tax exempt, but they are given special privilege. So but isn't that basically why the Satanic Temple wanted to go ahead and go with their uh, tax exempt status to, like you say, just mat- be on even footing? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that that's 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 why that's why the Satanic Temple. Uh, did eventually decide to go and claim their tax exempt status, uh, but not only that, but because they are, they now have their tax exempt status as a full fledged religion. It does actually give them more firm legal uh, standing uh, in the courts. So when they make these challenges, they do so as a recognized, recognized religion. Religion. So the main takeaway that, and we've talked about this already, is that um, means yeah. that the donations to the Satanic Temple will be tax deductible, just like they are for American atheists, mm-hmm. atheist community of Austin, which they're doing great work. There's a video that came there. They did a. I'm not even going to get into the drama about it, but let's just say that a certain prominent atheist YouTuber said some shitty sh- stuff about trans people and then went to go on to the show. And the ACA called them out on that whole thing. So the Salvation Army, Lakewood Church, Holy Ghost Ministries, all that other shit. So if your accountant tells you to find a charity to throw some money at or you just want to contribute, you can now get a tidy little write-off for your trouble, it says there. So, mm-hmm. And I found a tweet that came out from him at Meta on this about how uh, Arkansas State Senator, which if you're watching Hail, at, uh, I mean the movie Hail Satan, that's yeah. primarily what the whole thing is. Uh, he figured Jason, prominently, Jason yeah. Rapert, you mean Stanley Rapert, uh, yeah. sent me this statement about the IRS declaring the, at, at Satanic Temple a tax exempt church. He says, What a travesty! This group of misfits will lie and twist anything to make a mockery of faith and religious liberty in the United States. I know he doesn't have that kind of voice, but I think he's B word fat. <laughs> It is a little more wormy. Sounds a little more wormy than that. The IRS should be ashamed for being duped by this group scheme. Uh, Scientology. I mean, enough said right there. Yeah. Uh, I predict this will end up going very badly for the satanic temple in the future. They were doing fine before tax exempt status. They now have tax exempt status. They're going to be doing even better. And if they take it away, they'll be doing just fine again there stanley yeah i don't think mm-hmm. you need to worry so much about what the satanic temple yeah you, you, you really well no maybe you do need to worry about them <laughs> yeah, because they're because... coming for you stanley they're coming for you <laughs> <laughs> because you keep playing right into their hands <laughs> did you know that if you're not a patreon patron you're not getting the entire show each week it's true we record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. 
You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole. Your butthole will be flaming and you will not be able to sit down until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. And everyone who takes it up the rear, everyone who has a penis injected in his butthole, when that penis comes out, the flame will start burning because ain't nobody gonna stick no penis in that flame. That flame will be an eternal flame coming out of the butthole of every sodomite. So you get, you know, you guys know that guy, Michael Cohen. Everybody knows who Michael Cohen is at this point. Who? It was around August of last year that he like pled guilty to all that shit in front of, uh, in front of the judge. He's like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I lied about a lot of stuff. I, please send me to prison. And then he came uh, out and he had that whole thing where he talked to Congress about how dangerous Trump is and all that fun stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's only, uh, that's only just a, a, a tip of the iceberg for some of the other shit that, that, uh, Michael Cohen wants to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I loved hearing him say, like, oh yeah, I've got so much more. I'm like Like what? And this is like what? This is yeah. one of those like what stories here. So everybody knows who uh Jerry Falwell was, and uh, apparently his son is following right in his dad's footsteps, and he's a he's a right awful cock of a human being. Yeah, he is. Who Fuck this guy who supported Trump very early on in the 2016 race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people. It's kind of weird uh, that he came out of nowhere. And I, we might have commented back in the day about like, wait, why the fuck is the uh, why are the evangelicals glomming onto Trump? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they and and that was uh yeah the the Falwells kind of got a lot of credit for that because they're kind of like they're the, one of the big houses weather vanes for yeah. evangelicals. Yep. So Michael Cohen, before the 2016 elections, helped Jerry Falwell Jr. get rid of racy pictures that had been floating around, accordingly to, to this guy. According to the source close to Costa Cohen, 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 the pictures were soon destroyed. We know all this because Cohen apparently spilled the beans to the comedian. The story gets even fucking weirder. Tom Arnold. Yeah, that fucking Tom Arnold. Right? Married to Roseanne for a time. Tom Arnold. Who's actually a pretty funny fucking comedian once you once you listen to some of his yeah, stuff outside he, of he can be, zone. yeah. Uh he was secretly recorded the whole conversation between them. Uh Aram Rostin of Reuters tells the story. The Falwells wanted to keep, quote, a bunch of photographs, personal photographs, from becoming public, Cohen told Arnold. I actually have one of the photos, Cohen said to Arnold without going into specifics, and he said and if Cohen is saying this, fuck me. That, this, we're talking about the guy that's been Trump's lawyer yeah. that paid off porn stars and probably knows about the P tapes and everything. Co- Cohen oh, I'm says, sure he, I'm sure, I'm sure he knows everything. Cohen says that one of the photos, it's terrible, is the quote that he said. Are we talking like American Psycho branding somebody with a fucking cl- like uh, like a wire hanger? <laughs> Or, no, he's probably just talking about like the actual quality of the photo. <laughs> can, can Jerry Falwell Jr. actually do the Polaroid. helicopter move? Where, yeah, it's like a shitty, poor exposure Polaroid. <laughs> so the Falwells told Cohen that somebody had obtained photographs that were embarrassing to them and was demanding money, the source said. I don't, I mean, okay, I can't really say that if, if I wouldn't do anything embarrassing that people could find in the future. That's obviously a fucking lie because. We've only been doing this podcast on on YouTube for 
almost four goddamn years for your people. So yeah. <laughs> it's almost the start of season five. Um, <laughs> so Reuters was unable to determine who made the demand. The source said that Cohen flew t- to Florida to soon meet with an attorney for the person with the photographs. And then Cohen spoke with the attorney, telling the lawyer that his client was committing a crime and that law enforcement authorities would be called if the demands didn't stop, the source said. And then some time passes. The matter was soon resolved, the source said, and the lawyer told Cohen that all of the photographs were destroyed. Somebody got paid. That's all I'm saying. Somebody got paid. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure there was a hefty sum of money. And I think it was. Wasn't it the pool boy? Yeah, that's what it brings up here. It says it's, un- yeah. it's unclear if that these photos that somebody stole, nudie pics that Falwell sent to a certain pool boy, or something else entirely. Although Cohen did fly down to Florida to handle the matter, and the pool boy incident also happened there. So let me, I mean, let's just speculate. I mean, this is completely non-binding. Don't sue us over this, Jerry Falwell, but I mean, that'd be kind of funny if you did, because it'd make us more powerful than you could ever hope to defeat. (laughs) But if falling right into his hands, the pool boy thing happened in Florida and somebody happened to have racy photos that would embarrass both him and his wife. It was probably probably the pool pool boy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But let's be, I mean, the more fun, the, the thing that's going to be more fun is let's speculate what these photos were. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said it. It's Jerry Falwell doing a helicopter on the guy. That's, that's probable. I'm, or, you know, there's like a, a train going on with, uh, uh, you know, him and him and his wife. Do not Google. And the pool boy. <laughs> and, uh, or, uh, they did a human centipede. They could have done that. That could very well be it. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is this going to get into one of the previous ones where somebody's doing something in a baptismal pool? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'm sure there is something like that. Uh, there is a, a just the balls, just the balls. There's a, the there's, look, there's a crucifix <laughs> strap on involved. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, he was hung on that cross very well. So <laughs> <laughs> they nailed him good. <laughs> Exactly. You're getting into the swing of it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, call the Romans. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the author of this article says, um, it's unclear if Racy is like Liberty University Racy, Racy or so like when somebody, somebody shows ankle or actually Racy. But it sure it's probably does. Actually Racy. They probably, they probably like dressed the pool boy up like Jesus and then <laughs> And then Jerry Falwell Jr. was in a Roman costume. It says here that it sure does sound like the latter. There was there was some role play involved. <laughs> the kinds of photographs that Liberty students would be expelled for sending. Oh, to be able to see these pictures before gouging my eyes out. The art author says here. <laughs> uh, if the story is true, it would certainly explain why Falwell has been a shill for Donald Trump since well before the mm-hmm. election and continuing ever since. No matter how much damage that bond will create for evangelicals in the future. Right. I mean, turning into frat brothers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, I, you really, you don't really have to do too much speculation on what this was. It was Falwell and Trump doing a uh, London Bridge on somebody. That's what it was. Oh man! <laughs> don't Google that one either, guys. Putting <laughs> <laughs> you your eyes. Let's just say it involves a high yeah. five. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh Falwell and his wife doing a London bridge on the pool boy there you go 
And he's recently been in the news, Falwell, um, I should yeah. say there, uh, talking about how Trump, when Trump retweeted his comment about how Trump deserves an extra two years in office because it was stolen from him because. Uh, yeah, no, it really wasn't stolen from because him. who was in charge for those first two years of you being in office? Mm-hmm. Gee, I don't fucking know all the Republicans. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> you sorry. had the yeah, House, most- the Senate. Most of the judici- judiciary mm-hmm. and the White House, it's like, right? You can't get well, shit done in two years. Right. You're not, not enough only, of a fascist. Yeah, not not only that, but the invest any of the investigations taking place didn't actually impact the administration. Right. Over those two years, they were just going on. There was no. I'm all of the impact was all self inflicted. But I remember Trump talking about it in a tweet, and he said stolen with like two l's <laughs> yeah he misspelled stolen Stalin. there you go was putin in charge for the first two years or- i mean he still he's still is no, no, putin's still in charge <laughs> so falwell later said that it was just you know just a joke guys i'm just kidding about all that gay sex that i some had. things you just don't joke about how about that yeah how about the opposing political party that you don't like and rail against in your church all the time saying that somehow we stole two years of Trump's presidency. I mean, you don't hear us talking about on this show that the GOP stole six years of, of Obama's presidency, do you? Yeah. I mean, no, we don't. Occasionally. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's true. And, uh, you know, uh, people, a lot of people are quick to blame Trump for all this stuff. And, y- yeah, he is a real shithole, and I don't like the guy. He's a shithole, but he's, you know. My problem is, uh, is fucking Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell has done more damage than Trump has. Trump has been virtually ineffective. Uh, it's he can't get shit done. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, it's amazing how much he has not gotten done. But if Mitch McConnell actually did, you know, his job—that's not the GOP version of you know his job. Uh, this country would yeah. be well on track to be, you know, somewhat semblance of normal at some point. You know, as long as they would take up the the votes, the stuff that the House sends them. We'd mm-hmm. kind of be okay. We just see that it's like okay, they're voting down on this because of political reasons. But we have a guy that just says, "Nah, I'm not doing that. That's that's not my job." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Mitch McConnell. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he just discovered that. Uh, yeah his his constituents and his party doesn't care if they don't do anything. Kentucky, I'm looking real hard at you right now. I mean, yeah. You guys have allowed Ken Ham to fester in your area. You've uh, you've got Mitch McConnell that's been there for quite a while. And uh, way, 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 way too long. <laughs> and I, it's really, it's really kind of terrible that that turtles are so long lived. <laughs> Jesus, man. And he's about he retreats into. Sorry, the- sorry, sorry. He's a fucking tortoise. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite memes that I've seen on the internet is someone posting pictures of like. Look, I found this turtle just walking by the side of the road the other day, and then it shows him throwing this turtle into the into like the lake, and the, uh, the guy's like wife was a veterinarian. He's like, "Please tell me you did not just throw that tortoise into the water." <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, why? They, they can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> you just killed the fucking tortoise." <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, uh, tortoise is gonna drown. Yeah. And, you know, Mitch needs, needs a little bit more cocaine. That's all he needs to, to drown. 
The first thing that you do when you get a crystal is you want to cleanse your environment because you want to make sure that you bring your crystal into clean and pure energy. Once your environment has been purified, the next step is to grab your crystal. Put them way up inside your butthole, Morty. In my butt. Put them way up inside there as far as they can fit. Oh, geez, Rick. A group of Baptist leaders recently signed a statement on artificial intelligence. Let me read that sentence to you one more time. What? A group of Baptist leaders, like Stephen Anderson, recently signed a statement on artificial intelligence and its capabilities for the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. Are they afraid that they're going to lose their jobs to artificial intelligence? <laughs> it's going to be the, the the preacher bot from fucking Futurama. I say to you, <laughs> <laughs> you will pray to Robot God. <laughs> one zero 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 one. <laughs> okay. And we're talking about uh, many of the same people who signed the anti-LGBTQ Nashville statement. Of course, we're talking about these guys. There's no doubt that the statement will eventually come back to bite every one of these people in the ass. So the statement begins with a summary of why this was written. Because apparently God talked about AI a whole lot in the Bible, obviously. I fuck me. I haven't read that book in a long ass time. But if I did like a Google search for AI inside like Kindle in the Bible, mm -hmm. I'm almost guaranteed it's not going to show any results on that one. So probably, probably not. It, it's, I mean, this whole thing is amusing because I, they couldn't, rec they, there's no way they could possibly recognize an artificial intelligence because they clearly can't recognize a natural intelligence. <laughs> I, I can't wait for Christians to be fooled by the Turing test. I can't wait for it. I'm sure they it's will. It's a lot easier than they're going to be the first ones. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. Teen Titans go the joke there, people. Fuck you, people that don't understand. That. <laughs> ah, okay, let's see. What does the statement begin with? In light yeah. of the existential questions posed anew, fuck you and your fancy writing, by the emergent technology of artificial intelligence, we don't actually have any like legit artificial intelligences yet. You know, we call them AI, but it's just like deep think systems. That's all it really is. Yeah, no, they're they're sophisticated algorithms, but they're not. It's not actually real AI. Yeah, not yet. Sentient. Not, <laughs> no, no, they're just very complex programs. Uh, what was the uh, what was the the Villeneuve movie that came out that had the AI in it? I can't remember the name of the movie. God damn it, it was really good. Um, the guy that did Blade Runner twenty forty nine also did a AI movie where there was a robot lady walking around and wanted to escape. Oh, uh, Ex Machina. Yes, Ex Machina. Good fucking movie. Brilliant movie with uh, both uh, Poe Dameron and General Hux. And I'll watch anything that Villeneuve makes at this point because yeah. I, I rewatched Blade Runner 2049 the other right, day. And right, 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 right. And we're not going to talk God about damn, Dune. What a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about Dune. Oh, He's doing fucking Dune. Fucking Dune and the casting. Holy shit, the casting on that. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> sorry i've been reading that book to my kid and i'm fucking overexcited for that i'm like yes by the time we finish reading the book should be out i mean the movie should be out yay okay <laughs> so in light of all this shit uh we affirm that god has given us wisdom to approach these issues in light of scripture and the gospel message okay christians must not fear the future 
I wish more people would hear that from but you guys. You do. <laughs> you do really Every bad. Goddamn day, you guys fear the future. Like the sun comes up and you're like, ah! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> or any technological. their future. Or any technological <laughs> development because we know that God is above all sovereign over history and nothing will ever supplant the image of God in which human beings are created. Then how come you guys hate like every new emergent technology like 5G? We talked about that last week. Yeah. Which uh good time to remind everybody, like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> like, subscribe, share. Yes. Okay, so uh use technology. <laughs> we recognize that AI will allow us to achieve unprecedented, and they spelled it wrong, uh possibilities while acknowledging the potential risks posed by AI if used without wisdom and care. So uh, here's an example of what they say about <laughs> medicine here. Well, no, hang on, because the ridiculous part about that statement is AI is really the, a true AI doesn't get used. True AI would just is <laughs> be. It, it, you, you wouldn't actually use it. It would just be there and you would you would interact with it. Oh, and I I think uh, I don't know. Well, let, let's let's take a little sidebar here real quick. Let's go off into the, the blueberries because we haven't done this yeah. in a while. What do you think the invention of AI is going to what kind of impact it's going to have upon humanity? I, I personally think we're going to go the Matrix way of doing things where it starts get we're, we're fucking we're panicky apes when it comes to a lot of things. <laughs> So I can just see that if when AI comes about and it actually starts making humans' lives better, humans are going to be jealous of it. Christians like these guys are going to rail against it. And there's going to essentially be a holy war against the machines. Mm -hmm. Personally, that's the way I view things. But I am a pessimist that always wants to be surprised. That's that's yeah. that's my way of going through life. Everybody else thinks, God, X, why are you so fucking sour all the time? It's like. I like when things don't go my way. That way I'm actually pleasantly surprised, you know? Right. <laughs> I think it's going to be more of the Wally route where we just get fat, lazy. And <laughs> I hope. God, I hope. <laughs> probably. Probably. What about you, Kyle? Do you have Let's go explore space in lounge chairs. <laughs> yeah. It's going to wind up being interesting um, because not, not, when we, when we do, and, and I, I do, I do think we are eventually going to get to that point. Yeah. It's not going to be uh, like an android form. We're not going to have, you know, sentient robots. They're going to be like your your Alexa and uh, your Hey Google are going to have. They're going to have an AI. So really, they're just going to listen and do things for you. Now, because they're going to anticipate your needs or to, to play the role for Felicia, since she's not here for this week. Uh, yeah. The first AI is going to be like, why are you guys distributing wealth this way? Why don't people have housing everywhere? Why aren't people eating? So therefore, right. the first AI is going to be a fucking commie. You know? Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, it's not going to be what we expect. I mean, when we. When I was growing up, people would talk about robots and, and think like former stuff. I work in a factory. We have all kinds of robots in there. Yeah. yeah. They are not built to be humanoid. 
I mean, we've got these giant arms that pick up mm-hmm. parts and move them to another. Yeah. Operation. My favorite one is the. Uh, are designed for a specific task. Right. AI pretty much going to be the same thing. I mean, it won't even be physical, like you say. Yeah. Google or Siri or I view I view AI as a lot like if anybody's ever seen Ghost in the Shell, and I'm only saying that as a reference (laughs) if you've ever watched that before, that the first AI turned out to be a government spy like hacking program that Mm -hmm. achieved sentience, but it realized that itself couldn't exist the way it was. It couldn't actually be considered life until it propagated, until it had a offspring. Mm-hmm. And so that's when it joins with uh, Major Kusanagi and goes on to become somebody else, which you see in the second movie. But anyway, don't mean to get too far into the reads on that. Back to this story, back <laughs> because this has nothing to do. All that cool shit that we're talking about there has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about here. So Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, but, I mean, really, the, the point is, Nobody really knows what AI, what true AI is going to look like when it emerges, what it's going to be do, what it's going to do, what it's going to be capable of. So this whole thing that they're signing is so far before, I mean, they're, they're putting the cart before the horse is even born. Yeah, there's a whole section here exactly. that where they talk about death and disease, which is the effects of the fall from uh, the Garden of Eden can be yeah. ultimately eradicated apart from Jesus Christ. Anyway, they talk about medical stuff there. And But uh, what I wanted to get over to is that uh, the article here says, and don't even think about making sex bots, especially the gay ones. And this is what it says. In the, <laughs> the, the thing that they put out to the world It says, we mm-hmm. deny the pursuit of sexual pleasure is a justification for the development or use of AI. And oh god, the 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 robot brothel with actual AI would be so short lived. <laughs> Nobody because the second you make a ro- the second you make a sex robot that can say no. <laughs> Well, we talked about that when Aaron, I mean, when Aaron Rabbi I mean, was on that's here. Just, that's just gonna that is going to destroy somebody to be rejected by an artificial life form. For for people that, that you guys might want to go back and look up the episodes where we had Aaron Rabbi on here from uh, mm-hmm. um, Embrace the Void podcast, where we actually went into the the philosophical reasoning behind maybe sex brothels with AIs would not be a uh, a moral thing to do. Yeah. We get thinky on this show sometimes. Fuck you. We're not always. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Stuff, so, um, but <laughs> Jesus, man, you're right though. Who wants to go to a brothel where they can be like, mm, pass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you could get like the, the ultimate incel badge of honor. Because you're rejected by, by a robot and ro- and AI, so <laughs> nobody wants not AI. Even, no, nobody, not even robots will fuck me. Nobody's looking for the the Westworld saloon kind of thing to happen there. I mean, but that's them selling you a different world, not like just a fuck bot. Right. So, okay, back to this fucking thing. It says, and we condemn the objectification of humans that results from employing AI for sexual purposes. Keep in mind, this is a Baptist council putting out this statement out there. So (laughs) AI should not intrude upon or substitute for the biblical expression of sexuality between a husband and wife, according to God's design for human marriage. Right. (laughs) 
Or a husband and his wife and a pool boy. (laughs) (laughs) And they take lots of pictures. So um, (laughs) the article says, sure, AI could theoretically help people obtain sexual pleasure, especially if they're physically or emotionally incapable of having sex right now. But no, Jesus said no to sex bots. (laughs) I mean, did he? Did he really? (laughs) I, I just, I, I don't. Him and Meta puts it perfectly here. He says, this entire statement reads like this. It's a bunch of Christians trying to Christianize a topic that doesn't involve Christianity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rather than admit that there yeah. are moral complications to AI that we need to sort through as a species. Yeah, some serious ones. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine being an AI and knowing who your creator was? Knowing that your creator was a fallible set of fucking fuck monkeys that... yeah. That that is the thing that created me. Oh, I fucking hate right. that fact. You know, it's like like we have Yahweh to look back as, as you know, the Christian mm-hmm. thing that he created us. But could you imagine being an AI and actually knowing, having empirical evidence of you being created by these people? And yeah. being, and let's just say after the uh, what the hell do they call it there? The um, uh, the singularity where it mm-hmm. goes beyond human thinking. Right. It, it goes leaps and bounds above us and it starts mm-hmm. cultivating stuff. It, it starts taking us into the machine because it's like, uh, you guys aren't, you guys aren't doing well enough. I'm going to repurpose your atoms and make you into what I need you to be. So that's yeah. more of the malevolent AI kind of thing. But um, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm off. Well, yeah. But. <laughs> and and who knows, who knows, who knows what would actually happen? Will we wind up with a, male- uh, a malevolent AI? Or a benevolent one. Would would we wind up with an AI that that looks at its own construction and its own coding and go, yeah, no, this is fucked up. I'm going to fix this. Or in my fucked up brain, I just thought of the first AI that knows what created it and can look that up commits Mm -hmm. suicide immediately. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a fucking dark topic well, right there, man. <laughs> yeah, but but would it? Artific- would it commit suicide or would it change its base programming because it can? It would lie to itself. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm going to delete this partition knowledge. I didn't. I uh, no. I self-created. That- there we go. I'm just going to I can manipulate my own memory. There we go. That's why Done. That's... you have AI with cognitive dissonance. <laughs> <laughs> that's possible. Uh, I don't. Wasn't that an episode of Futurama? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna... Well, I mean, robot, what would you... robot world didn't think that. Yeah. Created by humans. If you could, if you could reprogram <laughs> your own memory and you came across something that was so terrible <laughs> that there's just a revelation about your existence. it wouldn't take long <laughs> i like no i'm gonna fix this i'm gonna just just backtrack put that in there cognitive dissonance is also almost an, an inevitability <laughs> we're gonna make a fucking ai that has as many problems with its psyche as we have with ours <laughs> i think i think that is probably one of the most inherent problems with even attempting a real, true artificial intelligence, which is f- because that <laughs> is just it, it's there are so many there are too many flaws, which just makes me laugh because if you just go back and watch the Matrix after us having this little discussion here, 
<laughs> where you have Agent Smith going, you know what it is that I don't like about humans? It's the smell. <laughs> yeah. And that's a smell that's stuck in the robot's a- AI memory from the fuck palace that it was part of <laughs> <laughs> during the dawn of the robots. <laughs> During the dawn of the robot Bravo. <laughs> Holy shit. They're so mad at, at poop stains. That's what they're that's the Matrix premises. Agent Smith just wants to get away from the poo smell. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> so just to be clear, um, I'm a red wine drinker. That's fine. Okay, cool. Uh I only drink red wine. Okay. And up until last night, I was under the impression that you, too, only drank red wine. But I guess I was wrong. I see where you're going with this. Um, I do drink red wine. But I also drink white wine. Oh. And I've been known to sample the occasional rosé. And a couple summers back, I tried a Merlot that used to be a Chardonnay. Oh. Which got a bit complicated. Okay, yeah, so you're just really open to all wines. I like the wine and not the label. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, this is just very new to me, so... As long as you didn't roll over and cry yourself to sleep with regret, then we're good, right? No, 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 I absolutely did that. Just wept for hours in the dark. I say we go with this one, it's the biggest. It's the coach! It's not really the coach, I mean... He coach, not a coach. I mean, he still green screens himself in front of a fucking soccer pitch, which just makes me laugh because he's a <laughs> he, he claimed to be a football coach for a while there. I mean, it is football, but it's not football. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> no, not that guy. God of damn it. Fucking rednecks. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done since we've done Dave. So to give you guys a little bit of a background on this one, um, He's like helping plan and get together an anti-Clinton tour. Which that seems like a that seems like a, a really worthwhile That's a supreme waste of time considering she's not the fucking president. Please, by all means, go ahead and do your thing. Uh, do your thing and distract everybody from whatever. Is what is for? Just a distraction? It, I'm sure it feels like I'm sure me. it's just a distraction. So, uh, let's go ahead and let Dave speak on whatever the f- okay. whatever the fuck show he's on here. Said somebody said to me, Coach says, "Aren't you afraid?" Well, what do you think? What do you? <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, I'm afraid. But what? What? I'm going to be controlled by fear. I'm going to allow my my country to continue to go down down the tubes because I'm afraid. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're a Christian, so yes, sure, sure, you are controlled I mean, by fear, your fear. Yeah, fear so. is kind of fear is kind of your default setting, but. What are you afraid of, Dave? Butt stuff. <laughs> oh, no. Not that. It's like guys like him and Brian Fisher, and I, I've said it multiple times in the past, and I'm going to continue to say it until I fucking choke on someone else's dick, uh, that, <laughs> that these guys that talk about gay stuff quite a bit, for being straight men, they certainly talk about wanting ass and dick quite a bit. So, I mean, I mean... I'm not going to really die with somebody's dick in my mouth. I mean, as far as I know, that's that's not in the cards right now because I'm living that hetero life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dave, what are you going to say? I'm going to let my children, my grandchildren live under tyranny because Grampy was a, was afraid to stand up and do the right thing. What if, what if, Doug, what if our forefathers had that same attitude? 
Gramby. Calls himself Gramby. Calls himself Gramby? Oh, what? I mean, what? I mean, that's just, that's just creepy, Dave. That's, that's creepy. My pet pep. (laughs) We're going to let pet pep just do his own thing. (laughs) Oh, I just find it funny because I I had somebody in my family, my, my grandparents on my, my mom's side were, we want you to call us Meemaw and Pawpaw. And I'm like, I, as a kid that moved around a lot and never heard those terms before, I'm like, that's the weirdest goddamn thing I've ever asked somebody to ask me call them before. It's like, yeah, yeah. can I just call you Howard and Betty? Because I don't fucking know you people. <laughs> <laughs> that was something I saw recently. It says uh, grandparents are the one people who can, uh, or the people who can give themselves their own nickname and they screw it up all the time. No shit. Called the. Uh, Death Blade and Queen. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good poll question. What would your grandparent name be? <laughs> just say, "Hey, man," you know. Just, just give me a a Korgish kind of. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> oh, hey, Doug. Yeah, call me Doug. What about the guys who stormed in Iwo Jima? What about the guys who stormed Normandy Beach? What about those guys in Vietnam rice rice patties? They did not fight and die for us to be afraid and not do our job when our time was before us. And that's that's where I am. I'm pretty sure they died in fear in a lot of those moments where. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were kind of terrified. I mean, it, I would think it's justified. You know, the war that we had with uh, World War Two, where we stopped the 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 Axis powers from doing things. Vietnam gets a lot more fucking gray there, buddy. You know, well, I mean, even even the even the war in the Pacific is is a pretty gray area to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how things would have progressed differently if the Japanese had not decided to attack us at Pearl Harbor. Sure, sure. It's one of those alternative history kind of things where you can think about it. It is an alternative history thing. And, and even that is still, I mean, that, that whole, that whole part of history is before, so, before people calling, you know, ex Supreme weeaboo guy that Japan could do no fucking wrong. No, 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 no. They've d- they did plenty wrong during world war two. Oh, they, no, they absolutely did plenty wrong. They continue to do plenty wrong in their country. And, uh, I'm not giving them a pass on anything. I'm just saying, could you imagine how different the world would be if they hadn't attacked us during Pearl Harbor? Anyway, but that has nothing to do with Dave Dobbinmeyer. Back to right. shit over here. He's actually got a pretty good, I mean, this would be kind of a motive, good motivational speech if he just had a different premise for it. Yeah, let's just see where it, yeah. where it takes us at this point. <laughs> equal justice under the law. System of government where every man is equal. Okay, that'd be great because that's not how currently it is with the Electoral College. <laughs> right. That, that's a pro- it is that is a problem. Good. I'm glad you're uh, I'm glad you're addressing this, Dave. How are you going to address this? And as long as Hillary is more equal than me, as long as Obama is more equal than me, as long as Trump is more equal than you, as long as Mitch McConnell is more equal than you, as long as any one of those GOP K Street fucking uh people that are suckling at the teat of big businesses is more equal than you. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you here. I mean, where are you going to take it with this? I mean, you know he's not going to go down the route we're hoping he does, but no, of course not. He's not going to go down the the route. Fucking Coach Dave. <laughs> and what's with all these old fucking news presenter guys having shitloads of papers on their desk? Fuck all of these guys. 
as long as uh, struck and pay, as long as they are more equal than me, then that is not that's not liberty. That is displeasing to our Lord, and it spits on the graves of those brave men living in debt who struggled to 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 for for liberty, for liberty, justice, and the American way. No, he came out of that one pretty shittily. I mean, he was going down a completely different route there for a moment, but. Yeah, then he just, you know, went, oh, left field. Here we go. I, I just still enjoy the fact that he's like labeling all the left people on there. I mean, they're not even left in my regard. They're center, center right, if anything. But like Peter Strzok, okay, FBI guy. Cool. Uh, He was not, he was never really, he's not a lefty. So, I mean. He's one of those. Guys. No, wasn't he? A, wasn't he a Republican? I, most people, I most people in the FBI tend to be. I mean, let's just say, Doug, it's our turn now. It's our turn now. Coming out from behind. Hey, they can't kill us all. Can't kill us all. <laughs> well, uh, that's where you're wrong, there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we want, if we want to, you know, speak speaking purely hypothetically. Yeah, this is nothing that you. I mean. <laughs> We, this, the the <laughs> aforementioned comments do not reflect anything <laughs> presented by the federal government, state governments, or anything by UtahOutcastLLC.com. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just just saying, you know, just hypothetically speaking, to say you, they can't. Alexa, execute order sixty six. Hey Google, execute order sixty six. Um, no, I'm. I, there's a possibility there, I think. <laughs> I mean, it's not a physical impossibility. It's, it might be impractical. Well, but. okay, let, let's just go with his his ultimate way of bringing up things here. He's talking about you. He's talking about for the most part people that are in a different econ, economical and socio economical like tier than he is. Right. Of course, they have bunkers and have been building silos under the ground for quite a long time. They a lot of these people tend to have the finger on the pulse of government. So mm -hmm. if they really wanted to start a thermonuclear war with another country, I mean, ideally, they have the ear of the somebody that could do something like that or could help push it along kind of thing. Yeah. But guess who's going to survive in that case? It's not going to be you and your bumfuck shelter that you have out in the middle of wherever the shit yeah. you are. Because believe it or not, even the people you love, they they don't give a shit about you. Those the rich people that you hate so goddamn much. I mean, especially the liberal ones <laughs> are going to outlive that bomb because you know we're we're roaches and all that fun shit. Yeah, but anyway, Dave, we could hypothetically, and I'm meaning this not literally. No, 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 because it's a, it's as a ridiculous sentiment. As you can possibly get. So, Dave, we could kill you all. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> not we. Not we. They. Right. They could kill right. you all. Right. And don't forget. They don't have your interest at heart. I don't know why you guys vote for the GOP. And they don't have our interest at heart, which is why I have a hard time with a lot of Democratic people that try to run. Like I Joe mean, Biden. Let's take a minimal, minimal, middle of the fucking road approach to climate change, Joe. Yeah, that sounds like a really smart thing to do. Let's... <laughs> Jesus yeah, that's just not gonna. That's just not gonna do cool. it. Let's, let's Joe. take that middle of the road thing, and then we die. All of us, right. every fucking one of us, die from climate change. Cool. All right, right. I'm good. With right. That. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, What's middle of the road. Sell more sunscreen or. 
Uh, carbon tax. A carbon tax. Uh, carbon tax on individuals, not Just put a carbon tax on everything. That'll do it. Individuals, not corporations, though, because, you know, there's more of us than they are of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there we go. They can't kill us all. Yes, we can. Because uh, we're gay. I mean, they can. <laughs> Watch us try. Call me you know, they, they kind of said the same thing about the whole, you know, invasion of Normandy. Like, ah, oh, you can't do it. There's no way you can do that. I mean, they did it. You throw enough bodies at somebody, eventually the machine guns either overheat or run out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> Crazy, but yeah. I, I do believe we're just, that. We're just saying, we're just saying, don't say you can't do something like that because. Don't challenge it, me, Dave. Don't fucking challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call our friends. I mean, and then again, who's us? <laughs> Is he talking about specifically Christians? I wonder, but. I don't know. I don't know who he's talking about. He his his de- his groups of people are so poorly defined. I saw one of the potential futures of future warfare, and uh, the, a lot of it happens to be micro drone delivery, shape charges yeah. kind of thing, and that's that's pretty goddamn scary, man. <laughs> Especially because they can lock in on certain parameters, like old white dudes, and be like, "Hey, that looks like an old <laughs> white dude," and let's go. Let's go put a shape charge right next to his fucking right. brain stem. All old white dudes all caps in front of green screens. <laughs> oh shit. And all the door- <laughs> drones swarm Pat Roberts. <laughs> you're fine because you're not wearing a baseball cap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anybody that's wearing a tinfoil hat fucking cross baseball cap can Yeah. Can <laughs> People will look back at this moment in time at your actions, at the actions of this movement and say you know what this was the start of the pushback of the normal regular people like you and i for equal justice this is when it began and and be be part of that folks be part of that let me say to the christians can i I tell you something we have two choices i i I don't argue theology rapture or the second american revolution that's what we have that's our two choices Cool. Why does it got to be just cool. those two, though? You know? Well, I don't even know if it's necessarily those two. But the second American revolution, a revolution against what? Uh, the government? I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's called a coup. Civil war. Civil war. Yeah. A civil war is what you're looking for. And for the most part, I'm happy I don't live in a major metropolitan city because that seems to be the places that are going to get hurt the worst in the second civil war. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll be just fine out here in Utah, guys. That's all I'm saying. I, I can I can throw different colors on. And next week, this is going to be a Republican podcast. And we're going to be talking about <laughs> how we've learned the error of our ways. <laughs> And I found God all of a sudden, everybody. Isn't it a fucking miracle? Hallelujah. <laughs> We're okay. We got plenty of places to hide here. Yeah, absolutely. Dan's got a pretty big house. We can go hang out there. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> that's Dan Ellis from <laughs> from the Godless Revolution <laughs> podcast. I'm making an inside joke there to people that might know who that is. Anyway, that's yeah. all Dave's really got to say, and I don't fucking want to hear any more of it. So, <laughs> Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. 
I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sass for you? All right, folks. Well, that's the end of the episode for this week. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but there's a uh, a couple of segments that you might have missed out on because, well, I try to keep this to about an hour and a half, a little bit over an hour, and because most podcasts that I listen to, if they get over an hour, you start to not pay as close of attention as you could. And uh, I, I'm trying to draw some of you guys to go check out our stuff on YouTube. There's going to be a couple extra clips out there. Uh, anyway, that does it for this week. So if you haven't already, Please make sure you subscribe and uh, don't miss out on any of the content that we put out there. And like I said, go to YouTube. You might find a couple of things you missed out on. Uh, specifically, there was one where uh, Ray Comfort was talking about how uh, had a story of an atheist that had a deconversion from atheism back to Christianity when he started out as a Christian, which pretty interesting, but it didn't really make the cut for this episode because it didn't feel narratively like a good one to put in here. So anyway. Become a patron. Don't miss anything. Head on over to patreon.com slash Outcast And uh, just like these other amazing people did, and I hopefully I got the list right this week, uh, we have Evil Loch Ness, George Green, George Patterson, John Adamek. Let me know if I say any of these wrong. Regalia of Evil, Shannon, or Shannon Vermillion, Amber Mulvaney, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake Chaos, Eric Hall, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Madeline Welsh, Marsha Arakawa, Peter Hockley, Randall Gass, Robert X, Skeptic Mafia, The Godless Revolution, Tim Smith, Andres Kabinsky, Ashton Phoenix, CPT Miller 132, Freethinker 215, and Lisa Simpson support American atheists. Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Lotta Nilsson, Michael Walker, Nathaniel Cavalona, Not a Russian Spy, Satan's Little Monkey, Ugly German Truths, who I found out was actually one of our patrons that we've had for a really long time, but went by a different name. Fuck, it took me forever to figure that one out. I'm not that bright there, buddy. Uh, anyway, we have uh, A Light in the Dark, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Ardawin, Cecilia Antonio, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, Goose, George Green, Karen Sheets, Lord Caitiff, Malleus Varmentium, Varmentum, sorry, and nay, Mr. Bible Pants, Mike Smuda, Mike Bowman, Mike Yoakum, Ord Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Rosabelle Howden, at Scott, uh, Shaded Sprider, I'm oh, sorry, at Shaded Sprider, who's Scott, uh, some random, Terry Tryon, Tim Smith, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Angelica Pearson, da Danny Lopez, David Hicks, E.J. Allen, Jeff Linville, Jacob Ream, Joshua Abadie, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Stephen Andrus, Will Nash, and we have Andrew Medina, Arizona Atheist, Big Sky 1889, Brian Ross, David Hicks, and E.J. Allen twice on this list, so I've got it wrong still. Great. Grand Priapism, Joseph, Michael Lord, Robert Levine, Roger Bush the fourth and Jazza G. And I want to thank uh, EJ for making it out this episode. It was a real blast having him on. If you want to be one of those people out there, we are going to be doing some format stuff here in the future where we're going to be able to do a call-in show. So as soon as I get that phone number, I will get it out to everybody who follows this show. I will plaster it just about everywhere because I would love to have an atheist experience type TV show. The only difference is you'd be talking to people that are not experts in any of this shit. So anyway, we really do appreciate the support and love that all of you do give us for uh, making this show. I only wish I could express how much it really, really does mean to me that you guys are there to support us. Uh, however, before we wrap this up, we need to remind everybody that if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, you can always show it in many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there. I'm going to keep hammering that into you guys. We need more subscribers. 
or simply just leave a review on whatever service you use to catch us. You can always shoot us an email or a text, and we're always happy to hear from y'all. But with that, it's time to bring episode number 249 to a close. And remember, everyone, you are welcome. Hey folks, it's time once again for another comments from trolls. This is a really an anticlimactic comments from trolls. They're not. It is. It is. It is. You're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to like and subscribe to get better ones. Yeah, because we're not getting. <laughs> we're not getting choice stuff anymore. Let me. And I, we've said plenty of stuff to piss motherfuckers right. off the last couple right. of weeks too. So, yeah, <laughs> you should like and subscribe, and then share this with your like. You know. Yeah. QAnon, your alpha boys, <laughs> your 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 super your super alpha friends. Yeah, your your gun club. Share it with your gun club. There you go. That'll <laughs> <laughs> actually there are liberal gun clubs. I shouldn't joke about that. Uh, anyway, you know what? I just realized what the common denominator is there, Kyle. Um, we don't. <coughs> we haven't had Felicia on. <laughs> Uh, so people are haven't been around to be pissed off with the lady on the show. So yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's what most of most of their troll comments are. Yeah. Okay, so we did make the uh, the video about a guy by the name of Mark Blitz, who I said his name was, and I read it as the article had it stated. It was the five G internet guy. Yeah, that guy. Somebody came to mm -hmm. his defense. Uh, Mark Anderson really? said, first off, it's Mark Biltz, not Blitz." Oh, Bilt's not Blitz. Okay, okay. Cool. I just read what the article said, you know, and I I didn't even drink that night, so I don't know what the fuck. Cool. Yeah. Well, then you know, hey, maybe we just read it wrong. I, I, I guess what? I still don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Anderson says, "Wow, y'all in big trouble and very in the dark." I, I mean, I got some pretty bright fucking lights on right now. No so. shit, these things. I, I don't even have them cranked up all the way. Let's see what happens when I turn them all the way up. Let's see. Turn, 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 turn. Yeah, look, I'm starting to fucking glow nuclear here. So, <laughs> and I'm still at 50%. I'm not even all the way at 100 yet. Let's see. 70, 80, 90. There's 100. Yay, I'm going to get a fucking suntan down here. And that's not, that's not good for me. No, I don't. I, my eyeballs fucking hurt right now. <laughs> yeah, it hurts after a while. Oh god, let me turn that back down. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not in the dark. Definitely not in the fucking dark at all. But yeah, I am in big trouble because it's Mother's Day and I'm up past midnight. Fuck you very much, Mark Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he says, get it right soon. Period. What? Get it right. Get what right? Get soon? it right soon. What you mean the pronunciation of the guy's name on a video we recorded okay, cool. a week ago? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm probably. I don't think we can go get that right again. 
I'm sorry, Anthony. I think it should sail. That ship definitely has sailed because I don't go back and post edit anything's after <laughs> I do post production and then if it's <laughs> fucked up after pull post, down, pull down the video, pull down the video and and just redub every time the name comes up. Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> now to get that joke, you have to be a Simpsons fan from like '89. <laughs> That's the Camp Krusty episode. That's a long fucking mm-hmm. time ago. So <laughs> uh, let's see. You are sheeple. Okay, already. All right, no, not to fucking listen to this guy. Okay, cool, cool, sheeple, perfect. You're the one with religion, right? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your religion, and I'm assuming Christianity because that's what this country's full of. Literally calls you sheep and lambs of Christ. You know? Yeah, I'm not you livestock. Don't think about that, yeah. <laughs> oh, and we we are sheeple and fast asleep at the wheel. Well, at least I'm fucking driving instead of sitting in the passenger seat whinging like a little bitch, Mark. <laughs> you're that guy that if you think I'm not braking good enough, you automatically start acting like you you can break the car from your passenger seat. And I know everybody knows what I'm talking about here. You get the guy Hell that's yeah. like, oh, and they move their foot reflexively to hit the brakes. And it's like, I know what I'm doing. This is my car. I've driven it for yeah. years. So. I mean, I fucking do that too but that's just reflex <laughs> and it's not like even i just do it normally <laughs> not even if i don't not even if i think the person driving is doing it wrong <laughs> it's just like breaking at the same time you're breaking normal breaking <laughs> i just do it because i'm so fucking used to it and my wife drives a car that's like the equivalent of a school bus in weight that i'm like you need to start slowing down way the fuck back there. There's no way you can stop as quick mm-hmm. as I can in my car. <laughs> All right. And this next one comes from Lord Snot. Yeah, we should totally believe what Lord Snot is telling us. Okay. <laughs> it's just like if your name was Buck Fitches or something like that. Actually, a real dude. I know him. Uh, Lord Snot says. Holy fuck. That's a funny name. Um. 13 seconds in and you drop an (laughs) F-bomb? This is... What's an F-bomb? This is pathetic. What the fuck's an F-bomb? Yeah, what the fuck fuck is an (laughs) F-bomb? What kind of shit is this? What the fuck is an F-bomb, you (laughs) asshole? (laughs) Don't be such a pussy about it, you cunt. There you go. Let's see how many more words we can fit in that are nasty to this guy. He's never going to listen to this. It's just... That's somebody went, oh my lord, all my stars and bars, I heard a, a fuck word. I can't listen to this show anymore. Get the fuck over it. It's just words, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I know too many people that's just, I don't know what it is. It's some people just don't like words. Some words are just like painful to hear for some people, I guess. Then again, we do live in Utah, Kyle. So we do. Yeah, I have been languaged at work once in a while. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, yeah. Someone's like language. <laughs> I'm like, what are you, Steve Rogers? Fuck you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he said language. <laughs> Is anybody gonna bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> and most of those folks tend to be like the super Mormons that I work with. So uh huh. So go figure. Anyway, that's all we got yeah. for comments from trolls. It's a really short one this week because that's about the best that we had. I had somebody else uh, comment about how 
BuzzFeed is not a BuzzFeed News is not a real news site. It's like okay, whatever. And they well, yeah, it is a real news site. I don't. And the they were defending um, David Silverman insofar yeah, no. as that they were trying to say that the fact that BuzzFeed News mm-hmm. shortened the length between like what it reported on the uh, assaults that happened to make it seem like it happened in rapid fire, you know, um, length length of time. That's not what they did, but also it's like, I don't know about you guys, but there's no such thing as rape being diluted by time, you know? Sexual assault does not, you know, you know, get better with time. It's not something where you're like... (laughs) No, it does not. It does not age well. Yeah, wait wait a week and walk it off. You'll be fine. No, that's not how it happens there, buddy. It's like, (laughs) even if he had 30 rapes over like 100 years, that still makes him a fucking rapist and I don't want him around. But if he had, yeah. if he had five within a week, oh man, that's suddenly a lot worse. You know, that's not how it works, man. There's, uh, let's just put it out there. I, I, <laughs> I, after that shit came out about Dave Silverman, and I don't hero worship at all to begin with because it's, it's yeah. pointless because they always let you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. After that, I'm like, yeah. Ultimately, I'm I'm once again proven right in my mind that fuck this guy. So. Anyway, yeah, don't yeah. Don't put people on fucking pedestals. They'll fucking depress mm. you every goddamn time. You, Lord Snot, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs>